How often do you let yourself dream big? How often do you dream as big as your heart desires and really go after the experiences that would bring you so much joy? Today, we're going to talk dreaming big, living an inspired life, and bucket list experiences with my very good friend, Shanae. She is my personal daily inspiration on these topics and will share with us her advice for creating bucket list moments, celebrating life, and surrounding yourself with nature, flow, wonder, and whimsy. You're listening to The Positively Delighted Show, episode number 24. Welcome to The Positively Delighted Show. I'm your host, Kelsey Henry, and in this podcast, we'll be creating a positive mindset through inspirational interviews, music, stories, and exercises for building happy habits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positively Delighted Show. I have such a fun episode planned for you today, and oh my goodness, so many updates. Let me just fill you in on what's been happening the past few months. So I've been working on some exciting certifications and lots of travels and lots of other fun, exciting things. So here are the top things that have been happening. First off, I spent most of February working on two really big certifications that I've been working on for a while, but I finally sat down and said, this is going to be a priority. I'm going to finish these. And I finished both of them, which was really, really cool. And I took my exams and I got the results back last month and I passed for both of them. So the first certification is Jack Canfield's Success Principles. So I am now officially a Canfield success trainer. And Jack Canfield is the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and the author of the Success Principles and the Aladdin Factor and many other amazing books and also a featured teacher in The Secret. And I'm so honored (laughs) to have this certification. And I got the news when I was sitting in a diner in Florida with my parents and I was hysterically crying I was so excited, but I was crying and just saying, my face looks sad, but I'm so happy right now. So it's just a really, really cool moment. And then my other certification that I got is for Marcy Shymoff's Happy for No Reason training program. And Marcy Shymoff has been someone that I have looked up to since I was a teenager. I read her book, Happy for No Reason, when I was 14, and it's been my happiness guidebook for pretty much my whole life since then. And I am so honored to be in her first round of certified happy for no reason trainers. So both of those certifications, I'm so happy and honored to have those. I don't exactly know how I'm going to work in all of this amazing new material and workshops into my Positively Delighted brand yet, but stay tuned because this information is amazing and I just can't wait to share it with you. It's so great. Other really awesome updates that have been happening pretty much all last month, all the month of March, I spent car camping and I went all the way from Texas to Florida up to Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, and all the way back to Texas. So it was quite the adventurous month, a little bit into April as well. And the top highlights from that trip are that I was the keynote speaker at the Full-Time Families Annual Rally in Florida, 
And this is such an amazing organization. It's for full-time RV families, and I was able to share my experiences about road schooling with them. And there are 70 families, over 300 parents and kids, and it was such an incredible experience. I made so many new friends. Hi, friends, if you're listening. And I just had such a blast, and it was so cool. We got to talk about road schooling and self-esteem, and I had coloring pages, and we did laughter yoga, and a kid's sing-along that turned into an aerobics dance session. It was just basically amazing. And there were campfires and s'mores and potlucks. And I can't wait to go to another full-time families event. They made me an honorary member, and I just love the organization so much. Also, after that, went up to Alabama for the annual RV Entrepreneur Summit, which you've heard about before. I've met so many of my friends through Heath and Alyssa's community with the RV Entrepreneur, and it was fun as always, and it's growing every year, and it was in the beautiful state park in Alabama at Lake Gunnersville State Park. It was so much fun. I had my friends that I car camped with, and my parents were there for all of these events, and we had such good family and friend time and campfires, again, galore. And then also, other big thing that happened, in addition to all of these fun, exciting events and travel, is that I achieved a huge goal, personally for myself, which was to buy a Disney World annual pass. And... I was so excited to be able to use it while we were in Florida and to be able to actually afford it. I looked at my budget and with everything that I had been doing, I was able to make it work and it was just kind of a big accomplishment to myself that I was able to afford that on my own and be able to have this magical reward for myself for a lot of the hard work that I've been doing with my business and with my brand and I'm so excited to spend more time at Disney World for the next year. In addition to all of this, I've had new clients and projects and many new additions to my Etsy shop, which is now helping to support this podcast. So essentially, this podcast is now funded by affirmations, positivity, and coloring pages. I love that. (laughs) Let's hear some more about our podcast sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the Positively Delighted Etsy shop. How would you like to have more positivity, love, and happiness in your life? Heck yeah, who wouldn't? Want to know the secret to having more of this goodness in your life? Well, the secret to having more of these good things is to surround yourself in happiness because the more you see it around you and notice it, the more you'll attract into your life. At the Positively Delighted Shop, I've got you covered with affirmations to cultivate the positivity mindset and habits of happiness. I love affirmations so much that I've put them on pretty much everything for you, from coloring pages to affirmation cards to art prints and gratitude worksheets. No matter where you are on your positivity journey, the shop has something for you. As a Positively Delighted Show listener, I've got a super special discount code just for you. Use the code PODCAST20 for an extra 20% off your order. Insider tip, this also stacks with any sales, so extra discounts for you. Head on over to etsy.com slash shop slash positively delighted or find the link in the show notes of this episode to get your positivity printables. New products are being added all the time to help you live a life of delight, laughter, and fun. So go check it out. 
Okay, now that we're all caught up, let's get into today's topic, which is dream big and live an inspired life. This episode is really exciting for two reasons. One, because it's with my friend Shanae, who is amazing. Two, because of the story surrounding this interview, which is rather exciting. First, let's talk about Shanae. We get into the story of how we met in this interview, but I want to say a few words about her before that. Shanae is a teacher, an artist, and a delight of a person. She and her husband, Mark, are full-time RVers, and their travel name is Trail Mix and Chocolate. Their tagline is, Seeking a Sweet Life of Adventure. Shanae is so inspirational to me because she is full of joy and fun and all kinds of life wisdom. She's always seeking that sweet life of adventure, seeking beauty and creative inspiration and learning. In this episode, we specifically dig into bucket list experiences and her 19 for 2019 list. We talk about her greatest bucket list experience, which is swimming with manatees, all of the wonderful things she has planned for this year, and how you too can celebrate life with magical experiences. Now, let me set the tone for this interview and share the story with you behind our recording. This recording took place with Shanae and I sitting in my car camper in the parking lot of Magnolia Table in Waco, Texas. Eating at Magnolia Table was on Shanae's 19 for 2019 list, and I drove down from the Dallas area to share this experience with her. Even though there was a two and a half hour wait to be seated and we were allowed to leave the property until our name was called, we wanted to stay close by. Because once you receive a text saying your table is ready, you only have seven minutes to claim your table or you lose it entirely. So we took this opportunity to record this podcast episode and it is full of the building excitement before Shanae realizes this dream. We kept a close eye on the phone waiting for this text message to come through, but nearly missed crossing off this bucket list item. Stay tuned for the end of the interview to hear the dramatic outcome of this story. Let's jump into the interview in my car in a parking lot with Shanae McDevitt. Hey, Shanae. How's it going? I'm so good. <laughs> where are we right now? Can you tell me where we are? Paint a picture for everyone. All right. So we are in the parking lot of Magnolia Table. just In, in Waco, Texas. In Waco, Texas. Not even really, I guess, in their parking yeah, lot. Yeah, we're in like, someone else's parking lot, but shh. In a different parking lot. The sign yeah. said it was fine. Um, <laughs> we're checking off something of my bucket list for this year, mm-hmm. but there was a two and a half hour wait. Yeah. So... Um, we're just hanging out in your vehicle. Yes. This is a... My, my glamper car. Yes. Um, yeah. All set up. We got some mint mocha yeah, Cheers. So cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just having a good old time in here. How, what do you think of my setup? How do you like it? I love it. Like, these are my colors. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're kindred spirits. I feel like, like we're kindred spirits <laughs> in many ways. Exactly. I love, I love it. I love all the little decor that you have. It yep, makes that's it all from my mom. So homey, so comfy. I'm, I could do this. Yeah, it's pretty comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I so so we're car. I mean, we're I'm car camping. You actually have an RV, so mm-hmm. you guys actually are just living. You know, every day, light camping. You yeah. Know? So I am camping with you while you're living in your spot. You, yeah. you know what I mean. You're like mooch docking. Yeah, I'm mooch docking. But you don't even need electricity. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need anything really except I can I just come in and brush my teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Can I come in and hang out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, anytime. 
Because it's warmer in your place than mine. But I will say, like, being set up in here, mm-hmm. I get why you're like, I can't really work in there because I would mm-hmm. fall asleep. Like, Yeah, because right now it's at the point where it's not even hot in here or really warm per se, but it's kind of that perfect temperature mm-hmm. where you're like, I could just lay down and take a nap oh, right yeah. now. We both came in and we crawled in and then we're like, all right, we could take off our outer layer of yeah. coat. Because it's what? It's 40? like 40 something outside. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I mean, but if you're from Texas, it's like, rough. this is rough, guys. Well, that's I say the same thing. It's fifties outside. It is rough mm-hmm. to be outside right now. No, I mean literally though, unless it's warm, mm-hmm. it's cold. Yeah, but then when it's hot, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Yeah, I'm just I can't I can't, just can't be satisfied. Mm-hmm. What is this? Well, well, just Friday it was. I think it might have been 87 because yeah. we came from Austin. Yeah. And we're like packing up the RV. We just did a whole bunch of reno stuff. And I'm like in shorts and a tank top. Like this is the weather I've been wanting mm-hmm. for the past week and a half. <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> it lasted a day. But just enjoy whatever you got. Yeah. Just be prepared for whichever. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of glad. I did bring a lot of warm clothes. Yeah. I was tempted like, oh, do I need like a t-shirt or something? Check the weather again. Nope. I think I'm good. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't need that. My problem is when we go places, and luckily, like, now we're in the RV, so my wardrobe goes with me, mm-hmm. but if I travel somewhere, I pack for the weather that I want. Oh, no, you're, and like, then, aspirationally packing. Yes, and oh. then I get there, and I'm always, it's generally I pack because I want it to be warm. That's funny. Um, yeah. So there have been plenty of times that I've just had to, like, buy a cardigan. Or <laughs> yeah. I guess if you just bring a cardigan... Then you're good wherever you go, right? I yeah, mean, in, you theory. Just that, in theory. You I just think, like, I remember packing, like, a three-quarter sleeve, but it was perfect. And then the sun sets you. You're freezing. It's so cold. It's like packing for San Diego. I can never do because it's so warm during the day and then it's so cold in the evening. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? I love San Diego. I do, too. They got something special going on there. I think we should go to San Diego on a trip. That would be great. Yes. I would love to go back. So yeah. we did two weeks in San Diego, and we were... Almost, an, we were at least 45 minutes outside of the city mm. at an RV park with no service. Oh, wow. Which was actually a good thing mm. because it made us every day Go. do the drive-in. Yeah. So okay. we saw all the different areas. Mm-hmm. Each day we did like a different coffee shop for working during oh, work hours. Neat. And then after work, we would just go explore. Yeah. So we saw so much more of that city than That's we normally good. would because we had no service. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to. So you're just making the best of it. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love your enthusiasm and your perspective and your mindset. I feel like we are kindred spirits mm-hmm. in many ways. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about the the topic of dreaming big and living an inspired life. Yes. Because I just feel like when I need inspiration, I text you. Because mm-hmm. I just – and then I'm just like, wow. I feel like I have some great goals and I'm working towards them. And then who else has great goals? Like Shanae. Shanae has great goals. (laughs) And they're beautiful. I said that to you just, we talked on the phone the other day and at the end, it wasn't even Friday. And I'm like, I was about to say happy Friday to you, but you're just one of those people that gives me Friday vibes. Like we're done on our phone. You give me the Friday feels. (laughs) I want to be that person that gives people the Friday feels. I love that. And you know, you, like, you know those people when you interact with them. Uh, like, you, it could be somebody that's your go-to mm-hmm. or you just meet them. It's their energy. Like, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they immediately bump you up. Yeah. You're just like... I love that. Oh, man. You just filled my cup. I didn't even know it was three-quarters. <laughs> I was thirsty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that. So, we met... 
I, I was just visiting Heath and Alyssa, which I feel oh, like yeah. my, my podcast is sometimes just like an ad for Heath and Alyssa's <laughs> website. Because I'm like, oh yeah, this person I met through Heath and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just kind of the glue that holds my life together. The bigger community. Pretty much, yeah. So you and your husband, Mark, were meeting up with them, and I happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And we were all in Maine. Yes. I just, I want to talk about that trip just a little bit because I feel like that was so special Mm -hmm. because you, didn't you just come over for dinner? I think one night, did we go out or did we just kind of hang out? So there were two meetups. There was like a meetup at a barbecue lobster shack with a bunch of people. Yeah. I definitely missed that. Yeah. I I don't think you were not there. I'm really sad that that I was not there for that. That sounded. But that was (laughs) one of those like throw it on the Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Whoever can come can come. Mm -hmm. And then we connected. Okay. So you met them then. We met them then, but there were so many people. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really get to chat. So we were similar ages and Mm -hmm. we were like, let's get together, you know, outside of this. If you're free, if not. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> so it. we did. We, some time. we came on over. Uh, I think we had gone to like Thunder Hole right before we came over. Okay. Which I don't know if you went. If you saw Thunder Hole, but I don't know. it's pretty cool. I'll have to ask Alyssa. I feel like it's I explosive. Just, I was just in the car with them, and they took me places, and I took pictures of it. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was just there. So specifically, we were in Acadia National Park. To even more reference mm-hmm. it in. It was somewhere that was a must-get for us. Okay. So one of the reasons we started with the RV thing was we wanted to get to more national parks and places that you struggle to when you only have, what, 10 vacation days and you're location-based. So we got married in June. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty recent because we met up in September. Yes. Yes. So Mm -hmm. we were there for my birthday. Oh, nice. And now I'm like re-remembering things. Yeah, yeah. So we got married in June. Mark's sister got married in Portland, Maine in August. Okay. So that's why you were probably up in that area and everything. And so we extended the trip and Mark's family had always gone to Maine Mm -hmm. and I was a new lover of it. beautiful. So I said, this is something we do now when it's near one of our birthdays. Mm -hmm. Where would, within reasonable driving distance, Mm -hmm. where's somewhere that you would want to celebrate your birthday? And so we splurged, we stayed at a park on the water mm-hmm. in Acadia, and it was just... That sounds beautiful. <laughs> it was magical. It was so cool. I did so many paintings there. and mm-hmm. um, I bet they were amazing. I So I want to say the Grand Canyon was the first national park that like pushed my limits to an insane level, mm-hmm. but in Acadia, mm-hmm. they had this hike precipice trail okay and it it just pushed my limits in a completely different way mm-hmm. because it's hike slash rock climb and oh, they have whoa. like okay almost like ladder rungs welded into the side of the mountain okay and you like there's no tie-in like you're not and you did this yes that wow Props. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. And my girlfriend went there for her honeymoon, and she said, you have to do Beehive Churl, which was like a baby version of this. Okay. It was similar. Is it just named for, why is it named Beehive Trail? No, you buzz I, around. Okay, because I was, I'm like, things. it's not because of, like, certain wildlife that live there, because I know you're allergic to bees, so. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, super you, like, check into that part? <laughs> yeah, I feel like a place called Beehive Trail, you wouldn't actually want to go. Yeah, I would generally dodge that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so you really enjoyed Acadia. Yeah, long and story short. <laughs> so we met at this, you came over to hang out with Heath and Alyssa, and mm-hmm. then I was there, because really? I was visiting them, and mooch vacationing yeah. on their travels. It was great. We were working, so it's fine. But yeah, so we met up then, and what I love so much is that I think we just kind of decided, hey, do you want to go watch the sunrise tomorrow morning in Acadia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you guys were just down. You're just like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. We'll meet you there. 
Yeah, it was on our list, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have to get up that early, it's helpful to have an accountability partner other than the person in the bed next to you. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's also cold and doesn't want to get out of bed. But none of us expected how cold it was going to be. I don't think be. I've ever felt cold like that. Cold and windy. Yeah. We became penguins. Like, we did. We also bonded a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because we were all huddled under the same blanket, so. I was surprised how busy it was mm-hmm. for that time of year and considering how cold it was. But it's the furthest point, I'm going to missay this, but it's the furthest <laughs> point that you can see the sun rise in the United States. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. Like, it's the first place that the the world, I mean, not the world, the world, <laughs> the world sees in the morning. The, the, the country sees in the morning, is that what it is? Yeah. From so we were the first. We were the first. Of everyone that day in the country there. to see yeah. the sun. And then afterwards, we met up for breakfast. Yes. I lo- The breakfast to me, I think, was so special also because I was warmer and I could like remember that part. Mm-hmm. But I just loved that so much. I think what also was really cool about it was that Mark was able to have his full work day. And we were able to have the whole experience before it even started. Oh, yeah. So we were like, eventually, oh, we have, we have to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. But because we woke up at... Five. And I am a fan, I'll go, I would rather get up early and do mm-hmm. something than stay up late doing something, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I'm, yeah, that, that like is where opposite. we are not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like, we're, like, I this struggle. morning I was up at six, and I'm like, she's gonna be in there for a few more hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was really proud of myself for waking up around 8.30, mm-hmm. and finally getting out of bed, but I mean, eventually I do have to seek out a bathroom, so I can't stand here forever. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, so I just thought that was really, really special that we were just, and you were you were mentioning how that restaurant had a no cell phone policy, so yes. we were really just really engaged during that. I mean, I think I broke that a few times because I remember taking some photos, but... It's just cool when you go somewhere and they point something like that yeah. out to you, and they're like, this is just a no cell phone zone. Yeah. It's like, a, it might have been a bear-themed diner. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then they had, like, pancakes mm-hmm. and yummy food, and it was just... Also, I think what I loved so much was walking around downtown Bar Harbor. That's mm-hmm. where we were, right? It's Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor. <laughs> and it was just uh, the golden hour. Oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. The way the sun was just hitting that town by the water. It was amazing. And so you know, they're just like the whole group there, mm-hmm. what, five of us? Yeah. Just really good people, good yeah. conversations. The questions that make you, they're asking questions yeah. that make you pause and think and you learn about each other. That was the first time I ever seen Harry Potter photos. So it's pretty much just, like, the live photos on your phone. Mm-hmm. But my phone was so old that mm-hmm. I had never seen them. Mm-hmm. So I remember Heath showing me one. I was like, it's like Harry Potter newspaper <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> I know. I was, trying, I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, just, I, I, get, I, get, I, get. Re- if I can reference something to Harry Potter, yeah. I normally yeah. do. Do I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I also really love that we can, we can talk Harry Potter because I feel like this is just things that I need in my life. More yes. Harry Potter fans. But Yeah. I love that whole experience. I think that was really, really special. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, after that, you came to the RVE Summit, and you had a really amazing experience that happened before that. And apparently, I was introducing everyone yes. with this fun fact, but I, I completely forgot I was even doing this, but you did not, because yes. you reminded me of it the other day. But one of the things I love so much about you is that you have these wonderful goals mm-hmm. and just passions about certain things in life. And you were talking to me about how you wanted to swim with manatee because mm-hmm. you love manatees. And I have found out just the, like, the depth that you love manatees. <laughs> yes. So uh, can you tell me about this moment where you actually got to live this dream and swim with the manatees? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about this? So this has been 
a bucket list item since I'm going to say second grade. Um, That's amazing. In the second grade, we adopted a manatee, which seems mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, like, yeah. you adopted a sea yeah, cow. Cool. Why did that stick with you? Well, my pappy, Niner, my pop-pop, he lives in Key Largo, which okay. is the first um, island in the chain of the Keys mm-hmm. off of Florida. And I, you, I heard about it in the Beach Boys song. Yes. <laughs> and so when you go there, there's so much manatee stuff. I'm talking mm. like manatee mailboxes, mm. um, manatee murals, manatee all the things. So did it remind you of him? I don't know if there was Maybe some subconsciously, connection. like it just give you like the warm fuzzies because it just made you think of him. Yeah, and so, yeah. so maybe there was like some subconscious thing. Yeah. But growing up, that was always one of the things. Like if you knew me, you knew Shanae loves manatees. Loves and people were like, well, have you ever seen one? I almost said mannequin instead of manatee. <laughs> like, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you know me, you know I love manatees. Mm-hmm. My last name used to be Ninehauser, so there's okay. like certain things like I love the number nine. Mm. Um, and I, I love manatees. Yeah, my family's super into the number nine, which would segue into, like, uh, Pluto is a planet. It's the ninth planet my whole <laughs> life. Like, it was my thing because it was nine. This like is a me. planet. Um, you can't just take I, – I, I can't believe that they just took that away. They're just like, it's not a planet anymore. Just FYI. We're just I mean, I have off. degrees in science now, so there's the, there's the one part of my brain that's, like, <laughs> rationalizing yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> According to science, I have to agree but the, the part of me that's like, change. when I was a kid, my pla- my planet thing that I loved to play with said that Pluto was a planet. So there's a car backing up next to us, and it's, it's like getting a, really close to me to make me nervous. <laughs> it's like, if it hits me, it's going to hit me right now in the way my car is going. But yes, continue. Yes. Uh, yeah. So even when I was in undergrad, I joined mm-hmm. a co-ed service fraternity. And when you join a fraternity, you'll get, like, a call sign or a brother name. Yeah. And mine was, or is, Agua Serenia. And Serenia mm. is a species name for manatee. What? So I'm talking, like... Was that something they just gave you, or did you pick that? I didn't get to pick it. Are you the serious? The job of your big, when you join any type of fraternity or okay. sorority, the job of your big when you're pledging and joining mm-hmm. is to get to know you. So they that's they named you that? Yes. Okay. So my family line, the theme was, the first word is... um. Your what is it? There's earth, wind, fire. Your element? Yeah, something like that. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, something something that ties yeah. into that. And then the second one is something that you love. I love that. And so agua, I love water. Mm-hmm. I have always loved Man, water. I love in water. Yeah, so and a sense. lot of my like initial artwork really comes from that. And I love manatees. Yeah. So, I mean, my art, my big is an artist. And mm-hmm. the piece of artwork she gave me when I pledged was literally a manatee that love it. says, said my name. And you just saw in our RV yesterday. Yes, you have a beautiful wedding present <laughs> that has you and Mark writing a manatee, yes. I think. So Mark's college friend, Joey, he did a painting of a manatee. It's and fabulous. I, we're both on it. Mark's got his cowboy hat because we met on a farm, and I'm in my <laughs> wedding gown in this painting. And it was one of those things, like, on our wedding day, he comes up and he's like, here's your gift. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And he's like, no, like, I want you to open this Yeah, now. right now. I'm like, you know us. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> so that's a really long way to say, like, manatees throughout my life. Yeah. Much love. Just side note, I feel like that would have been a really unique, like, trash the wedding dress experience. If you'd actually, like, ridden a manatee in your dress, I feel like if that was an option, you would have done that. <laughs> Just saying. I so, mean, they yeah. are slow, but I don't know. <laughs> it would have. It would. I mean, I feel like it's really like climactic in my mind. But you'd just be like slow moving, like I in could the water. float next to one. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 
So when did you get to like live this dream? Like you love manatees. We feel it now. <laughs> Everyone can feel it. it. We're sharing in this love with you. I, I mean, I, I love manatees just hearing you talk about it. So you went down to Florida and what happened? We passed through Florida with the RV, and we booked an excursion. We mm-hmm. booked an excursion. Where did you book it on? It was... If someone wants to relive this experience now that you've talked it up. I can give you the link. Okay. It was a company. I went. I did the research online. I read all the reviews. I can okay. send you the link cool. for the one because they gave me the reservation. Sweet. Um, we did... Like a 5 a.m. So we were there before. We like to get up early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's, and I'm like that with even the national parks. Like yeah. Mark loves to, he likes to get his sleep on. And I'm mm-hmm. like, nope, we got to get there before all the other people. Mm-hmm. Even though the other day we went through Waco and I'm like, the problem is that everybody's awake now. And he's just like, <laughs> no. <"Nay." laughs> So, okay. Yes, yes. Um, So we booked an excursion and we went out on a boat. And the really cool thing was that there was only... I want to say other than Mark and I, there was a group of four other women mm-hmm. that were flight attendants. And so they were just doing okay. it as a side trip. Fun. So I'm like, I'm not really going to have to fight for the manatees. Mm-hmm. I'm just really hoping. But you would have. Oh, yeah. But I'm like really to. hoping the manatees are out, that the mm-hmm. water temperature is right. Because, you know, you can pay for something like this and, and there not be any. Yeah. So I could, won't talk about this forever, but it was one of my most perfect days. Yeah. I got hugged by a manatee. Like, oh, my gosh. No lie kissed a manatee and it was like we got in and we went to a few different spots the first spot there weren't that many Mm -hmm. we saw them more as a group all of us together what was that moment like when you saw the first one because i mean you'd probably seen them before um i had only seen seen one before at a zoo okay and i was so it was so not it was so Mm -hmm. anticlimactic that i was like i don't really need to see them in this setting i want to see them yeah. In the in the wild. So this is the first time that you'd seen it in the seen one in the wild. Yes. Not only that, were you in the water with it when you saw it, or were you above the water? I think the first time that I saw it, that's such a good question now I'm thinking about it. The yeah. first time that I saw one, I was in the water. So I remember being in the boat and looking out and there was some type of shape. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't really see it. Yeah. So we get in the water. Did you, your like adrenaline start pumping? Like you're like, oh what is that? Gosh. What is that? What is it? Mark has a video after after oh we gosh. got out the water the first time and he's like, how is it? And I'm like, this is one of the best days of my life. <laughs> and even afterwards, yes. as we're getting out of the wetsuits, I'm sure the other woman thought I was crazy because I'm like, Mark... Other than our wedding day, this is one of the best days of my life. And yeah. they're like, really? And I'm like, this is yeah. so, this is such a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. So the first one in, it was all of us floating together. Mm-hmm. We went to a different spot and this was the best one because the other girls went with the leader and a manatee just came up to Mark and I and took it with us. Mm. And, you know, they have buoys up that they're like, you're not allowed to go beyond that because that's just sanctuary mm-hmm. space. Nobody but the manatees can go there. And Mark had the GoPro. He's being a good husband. Mm-hmm. He's just documenting the whole thing. Yeah. Really. But this manatee, we were, I feel, bonded. It was swimming with me. Were. It was rolling under me. It, Aww. you know, you rub its belly. If it would, tra- It would take me with it. And when I stopped, it would look at me and, like, come back. It was probably like, I don't know who this chick is, but she loves me so much, and yes. I just want to be in her presence I was right just now. in my glory spot. Like, this is just amazing. Yeah. The final spot that we went to, when I talk about getting hugged by a manatee, everybody else had gotten out of the water, and... The captain was taking a photo of Mark and I, and he's like, I don't want, don't freak out, but just so you know, the manatees that you were just with followed you over here. Oh. And they're behind you. There was two of them. <laughs> and so in the photo, Mark and I are there floating on our back. And I don't know if I've ever seen myself this excited in a photo. I'm like, bah! 
yeah, like so happy. Like these manatees are surprising me with love. And he's like, okay, like, it, you know, it's kind of time. Yeah. So I go over to the ladder and this manatee comes up on my legs and with its little, I don't know, fins, it tucks it just, like, under my legs and wouldn't let me go. And Mark, like, I have the picture. Like, yeah. Because Mark was still behind me. Yeah. And it just held me there. And, you know, I'm like, they were probably mating and it just liked me. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was a hug. Whatever. But it, this manatee held on to me. It mm-hmm. slid down my legs all the way down to my toes. Uh-huh. I have a picture of my toes tucked under its little hand. Aww. Like, we're holding hands. And then at the very last second, it just let go. And I was like, <sighs> My soul. It's yeah. full. Yeah. You're going to have to send me those photos. I want to include those in the show notes. I can. And so that's maybe so that's where we got the I speak manatee from. Yes. Yeah. Because she speaks manatee. Yeah. That's what I guess that's what I was going up and telling people like, hi, this is Shanae. She speaks manatee. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your conversation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling you on the phone that you do very good introductions. Thank like you. you pitch people very well <laughs> and you make, because when you're in any setting, but especially at a conference, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to break that initial barrier. Yeah. So you walking up and being like, hey, this is Shanae. She speaks manatee and it's immediately like what does that even mean and yeah like, i obviously can get very animated talking about yeah manatees. it's very engaging so i'm like let me tell you yeah and everyone's like whoa yeah tell me why do i love manatees so much after this conversation i want to go you should be like a rep for this experience because they're probably gonna <laughs> yeah i well i started as a wildlife conservation mm. major like i wanted to save the manatees yeah. i'm saying like this is such a big thing yeah <laughs> But that trip in Florida, I did that. And then another thing, another thing we have in common is I love Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So a big thing on my bucket list was I have to get to Harry Potter World. Yeah. And I did it. Was it everything you ever hoped it would be? It was amazing. It was amazing. It's so so well done. And I got to, so I got to do it with Mark. I got Mm -hmm. to do it with my twin brother Mm -hmm. who grew up with me as a nut job nerd, reading all the books, Mm -hmm. like doing all the things. Did he share in the passion? He was excited and present, but he had been there before and so, and Whatever. we were there with his girlfriend. So the okay. really cool thing is, like, when it's your sibling, mm-hmm. sometimes they're like, I'm going to go, but I'm also still going to give you kind of crap, but yeah. I love you. His girlfriend had knew the, all the cool spots mm-hmm. and would be like, Shanae, we have to go in here. Aww, we're gonna, sometimes yay! there's a really long line, but it's, I think it would be worth it. I've mm-hmm. never done it, but since you're here and you mm-hmm. love Harry Potter, we're doing it. That's great. Because I'm very, I could have very mu- easily just been like, it's okay, we don't have to do the line. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this is about me, but I don't want to make it about yeah, me. Yeah, like, oh, I don't want to make it about me, but I want to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> she, her being there and being so excited. That's good. Um, even just as like another woman, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Like, yes, thank <laughs> um, yeah. So that's so special. Then when we met, you had this amazing follow up question that blew my mind a little bit because I'm like, these are my bucket list things, and you're like, well, what's el- what else is on your bucket list? <laughs> Did that really stump you? Yeah. I was just like, wow, this manatee thing was just so amazing. I just want to know what's next. And also for me, I had had a similar experience the year before. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, no. Was it? Yeah, it was the year before where. My lifelong dream was to see, was to hold a Tasmanian devil. Mm -hmm. Because I've been obsessed with Tasmanian devil since I was in the fourth grade. Yes. And it's been a lifelong passion, obsessed with them. I never got to see one in person until I was 21. Finally got to see one in a zoo. 
So where did you get, the, like, did you see them on Animal Planet? I, or? They were supposed to be at the San Diego Zoo. And when I was in the fourth grade, we went on vacation to San Diego. Like, that's the zoo, right? Yeah, it's the zoo. <laughs> and on my mom said, well, while we're, you know, doing research on our vacation, look on the web, like, look online at these different places and tell me what you want to go see. Yeah. So I was looking online and I saw on the website for the San Diego Zoo, they said home to one of the country's only Tasmanian devils. I said, what? I'd always been a Looney Tunes fan. I'd always been attached to Taz. They, yeah, okay. That's why, I, I don't know why, because Taz is like the, the most ridiculous character, and it's nothing like an actual Tasmanian devil. But, but another interesting connection to like something when you were much, much mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I was so excited that I didn't know that was a real creature. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a made-up Looney Tunes character. So, which it kind <laughs> of is, because it's nothing like it. I digress. But... I went to the zoo. I knew exactly where the exhibit was. I had it on the map. I said, it's right here. And we got there, and I was so excited. And the cage was empty. I was so sad. Where was it? It was near the Australia section, but where they had it was in this really tiny enclosure because it was pretty old Mm -hmm. at that point. There was only one of them left, and they were endangered at that point. And they couldn't get any more, and shortly after that, it passed away, so it was sick, and it wasn't in the enclosure. I was so devastated, and thus, by not being able to see it, it sparked this passion for, like, I want to see one, I want to see one, I want to see one, and then there were none in the country. Like, I would have gone anywhere. Well, we were RVing, we would have gone wherever to see it. There weren't any. So this is build-up. And so I, I was just, my, instead of calling my savings a savings fund or a savings account, I just called it my Tasmania fund. Because I was like, well, I have to go to Tasmania to see one now. That's kind of the plan. And we finally were able to get some back in the country. I say we, as if I'm, like, part of the zoo system. No, this was part of you. <laughs> this was part of me. It was very invested. I mean, I went to college to be a marsupial geneticist. And then I realized that wasn't really, like, a, th- a thing. I mean, it could be, I guess. Like, I'm you sure there are people things, that do it. And I'm like, yeah, I went to yeah. <laughs> for wildlife conservation and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I realized very quickly the biology was not my strong suit. <laughs> also, by the time I got through school, my my teachers pointed out, you know that they might be extinct by the time you get out, right? And then you would have gone through. I'm like, thank you for that very harsh reality check. Okay, mm. cool. Just major in e-commerce. That's nice. <laughs> like, I'm going to pivot either way. Yeah, so. I'm just going to pivot. I'm not, I can't get these labs. I don't know what a microliter is. So They are hard. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, it was we hard. talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, but when you were talking about your manatee experience, it really hit me because the year before my, for my graduation trip from grad school, my mom and brother and I all went to Denmark mm-hmm. and to visit my mom's exchange family. And we went to the Copenhagen Zoo and I got to hold a Tasmanian devil. Not only hold a Tasmanian devil, a baby Tasmanian devil. Wow. So like the dream that I had never even, like, let myself really believe was I want to hold a baby Tasmanian devil. Holding any Tasmanian devil was going to be hard enough, but a baby, mm-hmm. like, going in the right season to even see a baby right. was going to be so hard, and they're so rare, and I just all of a sudden, like, in Denmark, of all places, got to hold a Tasmanian devil, and it blew my mind, and I'm just thinking, like, this never would have happened in America. Like, they would not let me hold so this creature. what did that moment feel like for you? Like, it was the best moment of my life. Or? I've never, I've never, I haven't been married, so I don't have a number one. So that's just my top one. <laughs> <laughs> this is my top. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I'm always looking for things that will top that. I guess that's how I'm going to know, like, when I found my husband, is that it's going to top that moment. Yeah. Because so far, I'm just like, I, 
I don't know. I, it was the best moment of my life, but I was also slightly afraid because a Tasmanian devil has the strongest bite of, in comparison to its size of any animal in the world. Mm. And with, like, this was a baby. The baby could have snapped my arm in half. And it was just, like, in my arms, just nestled right here in the little corner of my my arm. And I'm like, I don't know if you're very... He was so calm. I'm like, I don't know if you're just very comfortable around humans or if you're sniffing me to see if I'm going to be a tasty lunch. Like, I'm not really sure. He's like, you're like, do you smell that I'm eager and that makes you hungry? Or do you get my energy that I love you and yeah, I'm like, feel comforted? Because I... The first time I ever saw Tasmanian Devil was at the Albuquerque Biopark, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we went on a behind-the-scenes tour, and I couldn't get anywhere near the Tasmanian Devils, and I was so excited to oh. see it. And it cause, and they were so angry. Like, I was just looking at this little creature, and I got down, like, close to the cage, and I could tell the zookeeper was like, this girl's gonna get her fingers bit off, she's gonna stick her hand in there, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> watching me so closely and I was just looking at this little guy and I'm like I love you so much and he looked mm-hmm. like he wanted to rip my face off but I still loved him I think we all need that that spirit animal though mm-hmm. I think everybody should I don't know if it's a spirit animal but like yeah something you connect to yes. to see the importance of we live a very mm-hmm. civilized life yeah generally <laughs> usually but like outside of that there is a natural world mm-hmm. that really does deserve that love and admiration mm-hmm. and we should protect it yeah so i'm like right on it was yeah it was such a magical experience and so i really connected with you but i guess we're coming back to that question of like well what are your other dreams i was kind of struggling with that myself where i after that happened i was thinking okay well this is kind of like my life's completion goal i never thought i never i never actually planned the trip to tasmania because i was just assuming that was going to be what happened you know that my life would be complete when i held a tasmanian devil so when it happened all of a sudden with no planning i'm like okay well now what, what do i do with my life i had kind of like an identity crisis which mm-hmm. was kind of funny so when i asked you that question i was really curious like well do you have other like big dreams like this yeah and it was so you know i, I don't know if it was similar for you after I had my manatee experience, I still rode that high for a while, mm-hmm. even months later at the RV summit. Yeah. Um, but to have that, well, what's your next thing? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I did Harry Potter World. Mm-hmm. And you got two and right back manatee. to back. Yeah, it was like, bing, bang. Um, and I had this like big goal of traveling and mm-hmm. seeing new places. And, and you were already living on the road. And I was point. on I mean, the road. Like, my life is basically just made right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I am living my dream. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't goal set. Yeah, you shouldn't I shouldn't dream more. Dream, you can never dream too much. Dream bigger dreams. Dream even bigger small dreams. Yeah. <laughs> because back to like, well, how could you ever top with swimming a manatee? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't. You can't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Even but if that I doesn't did it again. you can't dream something else that is, I, I mean, I don't know. Would you say equally as wonderful or would be just wonderful? doesn't matter if it's equally or not. Just dream something that makes you happy. Yeah, it doesn't have to be more, less, equal. It just is. Yeah. Dream something that you know will fill you up, mm-hmm. will give you that feeling of satisfaction. And or- inspiration. Like we're saying, like living an inspired life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just curious, like when you when you think of like living an inspired life, what does that mean to you? So for me, living an inspired life is, firstly, it's really about being present in the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. So I th- I feel that there are a lot of moments that are big and they're inspirational, mm-hmm. but yeah. they're hidden, and you have to be present. You have mm-hmm. to be aware to even catch them on. 
a lot of people, I'm guilty of it, you get into your grind. Mm -hmm. So the first thing of living an inspired life is knowing how to to pause, yeah. to be present, to even just see the inspiration and the beauty and like smiling at somebody mm-hmm. and you don't know their story, but yeah. you see how even just smiling at them inspired them. Mm-hmm. They're going to take that. They're going to smile at somebody else. Yeah. Like, do something goofy. The woman that got a chuckle at us from like, <laughs> we did, we, as soon as we got our coffees in Magnolia, we we're like, cheers. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I love that. Like, in its own way, yeah. that is magic. And just I think, enjoying the moment. I don't know if you've you've read um, Big Magic. I haven't. It's on my list. I need to read it. We have it. I just haven't read it yet. You, okay, I was about to. Read, I have a I'm happiness. This book. I have a happiness library. It, there's a lot of things in it. I need to read. Yeah. So I think that there are a lot of moments of inspiration mm-hmm. and magic all around us. Yeah. You just have to be present. You have to be open yeah. to seeing them mm-hmm. um, and having that lens. And as you were saying that, it also kind of made me think. I mean, the big moments are amazing, and it's great to have those big moments, but also, I feel like you kind of also need those quiet dreams and quiet moments as well, or you're just going to be like, up, 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 up all the time, and you know, you need those times to just kind of, you know, be, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. and just enjoy the quiet and simple pleasures around you. And I think that also kind of makes me think of when you talk about how much you love to be in nature and national parks, and I think that's a good way to kind of ride those highs is to spend those quiet moments just enjoying and just understanding, like, how big and beautiful the world is around us. Mm-hmm. Those are my most inspired times, mm-hmm. or when we, com- we can, for a weekend, mm-hmm. just disconnect, yeah. get into nature. Nature is my biggest inspiration, mm-hmm. so one of my things every day is pretty quickly in the day to get outside mm-hmm. um, because I work, I create, I live, shower, cook, all in the RV, but my biggest sigh of relief and also my biggest inhale Mm -hmm. is just getting outside, being inspired. Even when it's like a gloomy day, there's Mm -hmm. there's something. Just look for it. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And can we talk a little bit about your art and how you take that inspiration around you and you carry that into your craft? Can you tell me a little bit about that process? Yeah, so I think that when I create, it's me taking an experience, something that I had. Maybe it was... So recently, we've been traveling through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. I've seen a lot of cacti. Yeah. Um, so just even being inspired by the monotony of driving across Texas. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's just a... <laughs> Texas is huge. It's so big. But seeing that, being inspired by it, and finding ways to... When it's raining outside and you're, you're in the RV... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a prickly pear cactus. Yeah, and I think I have like two faces and my for myself in my art world. I tend to be I can be very meticulous and like detail oriented, mm-hmm. but I want my art to be almost like a therapy and a release. Yeah, so I try to balance the two in mm-hmm. there. So I'm thinking because I painted it this morning. The prickly pear piece that I'm doing, I've done ink outline. Mm-hmm. So that's more for me, like that's the, that's my structured bit that I mm-hmm. can't really ever get away from because yeah. it's just me. But the watercolor, like this it's morning, nice just like with that. the candle on, with the my cup of coffee, the world is quiet, the sun's barely up, yeah. Mark is still sleeping, you're in our driveway. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've got music playing and I'm just playing with watercolor and just yeah. like, you know, mixing the perfect color. And when you see, like, I'm playing more with watercolor because it's easier to transport. Uh-huh. Um, but when you just kind of, you see it explode on the mm-hmm. paper, it's so, that's. Like it's coming alive before yeah. your eyes. 
Yeah. It was in your mind, and now it's on the paper. Yes. I think that that's so special because it's you're envisioning this in your mind, and then you're making it happen. Yeah. And I think when we dream, that's what we're doing. We're dreaming something, and then we make it happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's very similar to art in that way. My big goal with my art is to somehow capture the feeling that this thing or this place gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I do plein air pieces, one, a recent plein air piece that I did was... What, in, and what is that? So plein air is just outside in the nature. Okay. I think it might be French. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't... I, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, now I you know. And it might be pronounced differently. Is it... How do you... Do you have to spell It's like it? P-L-E-I-N space A-I-R. Mm, there might be an E there. Yeah. Um, I learned about it because Mark's pop-pop and his mom-mom, they go to a plein air group in Maine. So okay. every week, you just meet somewhere you in the nature. They give you an hour, two hours to create. Okay. And then you come together for a group critique. critique. Okay. So that's another reason I'm getting more into watercolor because we go on these long hikes mm-hmm. and I cannot have my canvas, my palette yeah, knives, my paint. Yeah, that's a lot paint. of things to take. So, but I can carry ink, mm-hmm. water, yeah. <laughs> some watercolor. Um, but we were in Z- no, we were in we were in Death Valley National Park. Okay. And one of my things on my nineteen for twenty nineteen is to see twelve sunrises. Oh yes. Wow. So we went for a sunrise at Zabriskie Point, I believe it is. Okay. And I we got there before the sun rose. That's the thing with sunrises. Yeah. If you're if it says six thirty and you get there at six thirty, you missed it's, it. You missed it. Yeah, so okay. we get there, we hike up before the sun's even up and as the sun's coming up and barely illuminating it, uh-huh. I am immediately like, this is exactly what I need to try to capture. Yeah. And it's more than just the landscape. Mm-hmm. It's like the feeling that I have when I'm there. Yeah. And I think that's what art is. You're just trying to get that to transcend and mm-hmm. share and connect it with somebody else. Yeah. I, when I say, and I, I'm a sucker for tears, <laughs> I paused at one point. My fingers were frozen it was yeah so, I, i'm like gripping this and i have my pens and all this stuff and i pause and i looked up and i just start crying because i'm like this is so this is so beautiful mm-hmm. and there were more there were more people there because the sun had come up and i'm like and i'll always remember this mm-hmm. and this is what i tr- this is my impression of it in this moment yeah so they can take different forms, too. Because even then I was doing... I, it's another example of like I was doing ink yeah. and the, the structured bit of my brain. And then I was like, just wash it out with color. Yeah. Just, put, just sink it in. Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of being able to capture like that feeling and that emotion in a visual. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I want... When I see something I've created, and this is the art that I connect with other people, mm-hmm. and I think that's the art anybody, you just connect with something different... You feel something. Yeah. I connect with with flow. I connect with this feeling of wonder or, mm-hmm. like, whimsical. And that's something I've noticed because I'm really moving forward in a new direction with my art. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know, like, nature's my biggest inspiration as a theme. But I also have this theme of, like, flow mm-hmm. and wonder. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep playing. Yeah. I'm going to keep playing and keep doing it and yeah. see what happens. So. I think that's great. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> that's so cool. I love to just, I'm just going to keep playing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I'm just going to see what I can get away with, with my creativity. Yeah. And that's why hard not? with social media. Cause you'd yeah. be like, oh, this might not be that good. And I'm like, put the phone away. Doesn't like, matter. Like just make it for play. yourself and just play. Yeah. I love that. Just play. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes like you need creative expression. 
You know, if you keep thinking, oh, what if someone doesn't like this? What if, you know, like, people judge this? Or what if it's not good and you judge yourself? You still need to get it out of you. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing is. And there's no one way to do it. Mm-hmm. I, um, <laughs> this is, like, my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm always, like, in between two, two worlds or two things. Mm-hmm. I'm never just one thing. Yeah. Which is good. I think most people are like that, I'm sure. But, like, with art, right now I'm very into watercolor and ink, and I'm going to focus more mm-hmm. on that. But I also love embroidery. And yeah. I love... Like other other forms, knitting. Like I knit when we when we drive the RV or or paint. So Mm -hmm. don't box yourself in. I feel like that's a huge error a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. This is my thing. This is the only thing that I do, which is great. If that's Mm -hmm. the thing that fills your cup, yeah, do it. It's all about filling your cup. But don't limit yourself. Yeah, don't say you know (laughs) that you can't try other things. Yeah, I love that. And also, I think that it's really cool to do art with other people as well. Because, like, last night we were coloring mm-hmm. some of my coloring pages, and that was so much fun. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know if I like this llama corn that I'm coloring. I don't know if I like the way that marker looks like that. And I look over, and you're creating this, like, masterpiece of a dinosaur. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I love the way you did that technique. And I feel like a little bit of me was like, oh, I'm really self-conscious right now. But then I pushed past it, and I just said, I want to know how you did that. That is amazing. And then I was like, oh, now, but then I could do this, and I could see my creative expression just, like, coming out, too, doing things I'd never even done with my coloring pages before. That was so fun. And what you just said, I think, is a mental block for so – like, it's a huge mental block in art. Mm -hmm. I have that moment a lot when I'm creating something. I look at it, and I'm like, this doesn't look like what was in my head or my Mm -hmm. heart. But I'm not going to give up on it. Yeah. But even when you learn a new subject, mm-hmm. like, I I mean, my ma- my bachelor's was mm-hmm. pre-med bio. Okay. So I remember being in, like, chemistry classes and molecular bio classes and having that moment of, like, this is so hard, I can't do this. Yeah. And then you push past it and you're like, I got it. I got this. Um, But, you know, I looked at yours and I loved it. I, you mm-hmm. picked the coloring page I was going to pick. Mm-hmm. And so I was stoked to see what you were going to oh, do I was going to – I thought that that wasn't the one. I thought it was one of the other ones. So that <laughs> – <laughs> no, and then I didn't. I kind of forgotten about the dinosaur one. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. But then you you rocked it, and the next one that you did, you were like trying all these new things, and you're like, I'm like, just play with it. Yeah. Didn't I, I was like, you're like, how do I, how do you think I should make texture on the llama? And I'm like, yeah. just play with it. Do different right, strokes. Just... Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, sure. What, what's the worst thing that happens? We run out of ink, and then we go to Michael's and buy more more mar- markers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that was just totally fine because I love to buy. We can lose hours so. in Michael's together, so <laughs> be very dangerous. Yeah, but yeah, that was so much fun, and I I think I love that because as we we were like building off of each other, and new creative forms of expression were coming out. I'm like, you know, what? like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see what I can get away with in this coloring page. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see how far this coloring page can go. Yeah. I'm gonna make an electric blue sloth and see what happens. Just vibe with it. You know? That's the fun thing about coloring pages. Yeah. It's supposed to be therapeutic. You just do it and yeah. see what happens. And it's supposed to be no pressure. Mm-hmm. Just, like, fun release. So... Yeah. And it's also cool because, especially when... The last one I did was, like, the money mindset one. Mm-hmm. So it said, I love money and money loves me. And the more creativity I put into it, I think, especially with having an affirmation in it, it makes it so much more powerful. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think that we've talked about this, the the power of words. Mm-hmm. And so back to like, I just like a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I also really like calligraphy. Yeah, so, you're really good at it. <laughs> thank you. It just, even the meditation sometimes at night, mm-hmm. think of a very short phrase and I'll just calligraphy yes. it. Even on a rough day. It sounds so therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I would love to do that, but then I would do it and be like, hmm, handwriting though, that is not my... 
It's not my current strong suit, but maybe I should work on that. That would be Set great. Set the timer for five minutes and just... Yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, but just... I, I love that because you're... Not only are you being... You're doing your creative expression, but you're spending time in positive words and positive thinking. Mm-hmm. What was the one? So, you know, and life in general, you have rough days, you have rough mm-hmm. weeks. The mantra that I ended up quoting was, the struggle is part of the story. Mm. It's good. So I'm going to have an amazing week next week, and I'm going to appreciate it mm-hmm. even more. Yeah. And in reality, once I'm through this this struggle, mm-hmm. that's going to be part of my bigger story, I might laugh about it. I yeah. might make it a story. So treat it that way or like you can have fun ones i love some of the ones that you do they're just so fun it makes me think of this a one that i saw before um when life makes you take a, a step back mm-hmm. make it a cha-cha mm, like I the love dance move that. yes cha-cha. yeah like when i taught fifth grade um i did stem so there's a lot of just adapting and learning mm-hmm. from errors and yeah all that stuff and i'd say if it's a plot twist it's a plot twist. I love that. I think I've heard that before. Like, something changes in your life, just yell, plot twist! Yes! And then just move on. I love that. It's all about your perspective. And as, Like, when I was learning about laughter yoga, my teacher was talking about how, she said, once you practice laughter yoga, you're just going to start to notice that when things happen, like, if someone cuts you off in traffic or something bad happens, you're just going to start laughing. Just be like, of course, whatever. You just laugh it off. Mm-hmm. And then you just are kind of, it's going to become part of your habits. Yeah, and our even being aware, of the moments where, being aware of the moments where you could have laughed. Yeah. Like, reflecting at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That all yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that just, that's just how that happened. I love that, that <laughs> laughter yoga. We're going to yeah. have to do that. We should. We can do some tonight. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm going to do an Animal Sounds laughter yoga with you and Mark, and it's going to be great. Okay. You're going to, you guys are, I could see, I could see you guys getting into this. It's going to be really funny. Yeah. That's. So fun. So I getting back to you mentioned before about your there's sunrises. So yes. you have you said you want to see twelve sunrises. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to talk today about how you have this bucket list that you made for this year. Mm-hmm. So it's a nineteen for twenty nineteen. So what is on it first? Let's just start with that first, and then I want to go into like how it's not too late to make one for this year, or to oh, make yeah. one in general. So how other people can make one as well. So let's see what's what's on it and Absolutely. how you're doing so far. <laughs> So when we met last year, I had that, ah, ha, ha, like, what is on my bucket list? I'm, I've done my bucket yeah. list. So I, I basically made you question your life. And yeah. Then, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And it took me until um, almost yeah. 2019. Like, to... what are you doing with your life, Shanae? Yeah. So I really reflected <laughs> on different areas of my life. So 19 for 2019 yeah. quite literally is 19 things that yeah. I want to do in 2019. Super easy concepts. Yes. You can understand. So I thought about things in the past that I used to do that mm-hmm. brought me a lot of joy and maybe I wasn't doing them as much as I used to. So things like baking, mm-hmm. like I put, I want bake naan or I want to, um, where is it? Bake puff pastry from scratch, mm, okay. bake naan, bake pavlova. So back in undergrad, okay. I used to bake a lot and I just don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially you um, live in an RV, you have a tiny oven. Yeah, and I had been using that as an excuse. You don't have any counter space. But I've I've baked in it, and it's it's doable. You got more counter space. It's therapeutic. I enjoy it. So I have three things for there. Don't just do it. Just do it. And see if if it still even fills your cup. Yeah. If it doesn't, that's fine. But you tried, like, at least three times to see Mm -hmm. if you like it, and then, yeah. So there are things like take a girl's trip. Mm Mm-hmm. Take a girl's trip. Soak in a hot spring. Mm, It's a good one. Create six 
N plein air paintings. Mm. So go out into the nature six times. I'm glad you explained what that was earlier because now we understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Leave a note for the reader, next reader in a book. Ooh, I love that. So I also have read 20 books, Mm -hmm. but I I get so excited when we're traveling and we see little free libraries. Yes, those are so cute. Yes. Mark knows. Just pull over. <laughs> oh boy! We have a stash in our trunk of books to to just give, and, so that we can take. You should so. just like print out little pieces of your artwork and just put them in all the books. <laughs> Check me out. Yeah, or even just like because because it's pretty mm-hmm. and just to brighten people's day. Like, wow, free book! But look at this sweet bookmark that was inside. <laughs> That's true. I never thought of that. Yeah. So thinking of leaving that in a book in a little free library, or even yeah. going to like. A bookstore. Yeah. This is one of my favorite books, or this yeah. is why, or just even like. Can you imagine finding? Quote. I love finding things. Like going to half price books. I ha- I got a book a couple of months ago, and there was like a lesson plan inside of it. Of like, I, it didn't say where it was from, but it was on that teaching. It was about the subject of happiness, and I was just looking at this. This mm-hmm. book is from the '90s. Who knows how long this has been in this book? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that was really really cool. Like, what a special bookmark. Yeah. And it has such an impact on you. Mm-hmm. I like when I get a used book, too, sometimes, and something's underlined or somebody mm-hmm. wrote. Oh, I love that. It's like, been really important to that person. Or they wrote a side note. Mm-hmm. I'm very guilty of that. If I'm into a book, mm-hmm. it's going to be written in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I also, I feel like I got a book one time that had, like, snarky comments in it, which was also really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoyed it, at least. Yeah. So the person's like, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I believe this section. <laughs> I think it was a textbook. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like that, you know, the half blood prince in Harry Potter ah. Six, but it was like but with snarky comments and instead of spells. So okay. the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, yes, yes. Um yeah. So some of that was um things that used to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Physical health, because I think that's very much tied to emotional health. Mm-hmm. 365 mile challenge. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm doing with my mom and my sister, which is mm-hmm. just to get outside for a mile each day. That's good. You could bike it. You could walk it. You could swim it. Yeah. But get outside. And I think that's yeah. like so good for your brain. Run a 10K. Um, I put a lot in there for art because mm-hmm. this is a year where yeah. I'm really diving more into art. that. So it was um, six plein air paintings. Mm-hmm. I put six pet portraits or animal mm. portraits. Yeah. I kind of want to do some funky ones too. Yeah. It could be a, a rhino. It yeah. doesn't have to be a cat. Does it have to be an animal that still exists today? No. Like, or early what, mammoth? Yeah, or even just, like, a made-up creature. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, like, a wangdoodle came to mind. Did you make that up? Uh, there was a book that Julie Andrews <laughs> wrote. is called The Last of the Really Great Wangdoodles. I don't know why that comes up so often in my memory, but, yeah, I'm just like, why don't you, like, paint, like, a wangdoodle? Like, whatever that might... Because it's a, an animal that doesn't exist that you could make look however you think that word... Would look. Yeah. Like, I could just say wangdoodle. Show me what a wangdoodle looks like in your mind. Probably pretty interesting. I bet. I know. I'm imagining something with, like, a big plume of feathers. Or maybe I'm just thinking of, like, a, a dodo bird. I don't know. But... It would be very interesting. It, yeah. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so that would just be an interesting creative expression experiment. <laughs> and then what else do you have? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, run a, I think I said run a 10K. Yeah. Um, so, it's a mixture of things that are very big, mm-hmm. but some are really small. So, a big one that was actually very small was set up my art Etsy account. Mm-hmm. That's something I've been wanting to do for years. High five, girl. You did that. Thank you for helping hold me accountable. Ooh. It's set up. It's a work it's in progress. It's got sales. Yes, it's got sales. You need a, yeah, it's like, I set it up, but there's no products because I sold them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a good problem yeah, to have. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. 
Yeah, and then little easy things go on a picnic. Yeah, so that's beautiful. So, so being self-reflective, that's a big thing. When you're going to set goals, when you're going to mm-hmm. allow yourself to be inspired or dream big, you have to be self-reflective. Yeah. What are the things that I enjoy? What yeah. are the things that help me to relax? What are the things that I want to do more of and I'm just not doing it? Yeah. So I need to put it on a list. Yeah. I think that's such a great list. And what I really liked about that, too, is that you have some things on there, like you said, that were very simple. And I'm just thinking about there. there's an exercise that I did for one of my training programs, and it was a hundred things to do, be, and have. And I have all of these like really grand things on there, like meet Jen Sincero and, and have dinner with Jack Canfield and talk about success principles. And then I have things like buy a tea kettle. Yeah. Something I can just go out and do. Like, But I, I don't know. It took me so long to do that because I just, I don't know, I just was never on my radar, but I'd always wanted one. Just go out and get it, you know? Buy a tea kettle. Why not? Just go buy a tea kettle. Or one of mine was... I like how sometimes you can get creative with your dreams as well. Because mm-hmm. one of mine was like, name a Crayola crown. It was on my list of things to do. And then I went to the Crayola store in Plano, Texas. And you can make your own crown. Technically, it is a color already, but you get to name it whatever you want. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my dream happening right now. I didn't know this was a thing. That's so cool. So it just like came true that day. I'm like, Cross that off the list. Mm-hmm. Like, I named a crown after my song Dolly Smiles. I'm like, this is Dolly Smiles now. This color to me. It's actually something else, but it is Dolly Smiles to me. <laughs> so it has a whole new meaning. Yeah. It's perfect. So it's really, really cool. I love that. Yeah. So I just think that's really fun. So when, say, like, if someone wants to come up with, like, these cool things to do, be, and have, or, like, a 19 for 20 on 19, because there's still so much time in the year left, or whenever people are listening to this right now. What would you tell them to look for or to put on that list? I would say, so look back at your last year, Mm -hmm. right? Spend a a decent amount of time reflecting on this past year and what were were my highlights? Mm -hmm. What was it about that was a highlight? So that's how I got Soak in a Hot Spring. Mm -hmm. It was one of my highlight moments of 2018 was soaking at a hot spring. Mm -hmm. Somehow the stars aligned. It was just Mark and I at a hot spring Mm -hmm. at Big Bend National Park. Wow. Um, Normally it's so crowded there, Mm -hmm. but it impacted me so much that I said... I need to find another hot spring. <laughs> yeah. So reflect and really write it down. Mm-hmm. I think so, that's really good because you actually put things on there that you had done before, which I think a lot of times we think, oh, well, a bucket list has to be something that I haven't done before okay. or I have to do it in a different way. But I mean, it's things that you want to do. Yeah. If it's something you've enjoyed before, do it again. <laughs> yeah. I've, I mean, I put run a 10K on there. I've run a 10K before. Yeah. But I want to also make my health a priority. Mm-hmm. And a if goal. I don't set a obtainable, mm-hmm. like a metric, something yeah. that I can be held accountable for, then I won't do it. Yeah. I'm not going to be, you have, and also another thing with your goal setting is you have to know your limits. Yeah. So I am not going to put run a marathon. I am not even going to yeah. run a half marathon. I yeah. know my limits. It has to be fun for you. <laughs> if, you I, if you're like, that doesn't sound fun, you're probably not going to want to do it. Yeah. And I can run a 10K. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll feel, it should be something that it, you're like, yes, I yeah. did that. Who puts things on a bucket list that they don't want to do? Yeah, that's a different type of bucket list. Yeah. Like a, that's a checklist. Yeah, it's like, like, if you're a, like working. It'd be great if I got, you know, like a, maybe like an accomplishment list. Yeah. I feel like a bucket list is like experiences that are just like complete you and exactly. your life. That's where I'm sure some people get confused though mm-hmm. between like a to do list and a bucket list. Yeah. No, so like really sit down, turn your phone off, mm-hmm. like put some music on, make some tea, coffee, glass of wine, whatever it is. 
that is your happy bubble Mm -hmm. and piece of paper, pen, and just really write down this past year. These were some moments, some things that really made me happier. I felt super accomplished when I did this thing and say, well, how can I do that in a different way? Or do I just want to do that again? Like go on a girl's trip. That's That's on my list for this year, too. So we should just go together. Yes. I think mine was like, go on girls' trips. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, why why stop at one? Yeah. (laughs) So, and your bucket list or your 19 for 2019 can highlight things that, because we're all so busy. Yeah. Like, we only have, we all have the same hours Mm -hmm. in the day as Beyonce. So (laughs) what are you going to do That's a really beautiful thing to think about. Yeah. We do. Did you know? Did you know that we have the same amount of time? Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do with it? What are your priorities? Because you can't, (laughs) you can't do it all. So like I had put on, um, like hug my mom. Mm -hmm. I live, I don't live near my mom. Right. So like, but that, I I like that because that seems like such a simple thing to do, but it means that you have to see your mom. You have to be near your mom at least once, you know, in a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. So your family's a priority. My friends are a priority. Take a girl's trip. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, I want to pay homage to things that I used to enjoy when I was a little bit younger mm-hmm. or a kid. I loved baking. So yeah. do I still enjoy it as a an adult uh, or a semi-adult? Like, yeah. try it again. Mm-hmm. So what's the worst can happen? The non gets hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then it might be a pretty entertaining story and it's still a fun memory. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, I, I, th- I think that's really cool about it is that you're just making things into a big deal. And I think that that makes things exciting. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not just baking. It's I'm baking naan. It's on my 2019 list. That's why, because that's why we're at Magnolia Table right now. Yes, that's why we're sitting here. I didn't even here. say that. I didn't even and say now that I'm yet. like shaking you. Like. Yeah, like, this is why we're here. Like, that's why we're waiting in line. I mean, it was a two and a half hour wait. Do we care? No, because we are on a mission. Yes. We're not just having lunch. We do not simply have lunch at the Magnolia Table. We are here. Mm-hmm. I drove down here. For this purpose, because I know that you're going to be actually parked near me mm-hmm. next week, and I wouldn't have to drive two hours to come see you, but I came here because I wanted it to experience this with you and check this off. Yeah, so one of the things on my 19 for 2019 is eat at Magnolia Table. Mm-hmm. Chip and Joe, we're here! Yes! <laughs> they put in this floor and these walls, and this they were here in this building. Yeah, like so the idea of making something as simple as lunch, mm-hmm. an adventure. Yeah! Like, we're talking about going to the bakery, and, like, we're not just going to get a cupcake. No. Like, we're going to get several cupcakes, and we're going to do a cupcake tasting. Yes. Like, how can you elevate something that's it's simple? Yeah. And it could seem silly. doesn't care. Like, yeah. I, I'm weird, and I like that, so let's just be weird about it. I just, I, I love making things until, like, because I think when you think about making things a big deal, sometimes you think of, like, oh, you're being dramatic. Mm. But I kind of, like, maybe we just reclaim that. Like, let's make it dramatic. Yeah. If you've been to Key, so... Thinking of that and then tying in, like, see um, 12 sunrises. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to Key West, they do a sunset celebration. Wow. So they make something. What's, what is that like? It's so fun. So you're out You're out on the water. There's always all of the, the performers mm-hmm. that are doing all the crazy things. Okay. But the sun is setting and everybody's just out there. It, the <laughs> celebration could be different each day, I'm yeah. sure. But it's that vacation mentality of people yeah. that are there in the Keys. And you're just celebrating. Mm-hmm. You're celebrating it all being in that beautiful place. Mm-hmm. The day ending. But also, like, the beauty of a new day beginning. The yeah. evening. And just so... Wow. I love that. It, it's not just... I guess what I'm getting from this is not just making things a big deal. It's making everything into a celebration. Simple things, and because we'll, you can express gratitude in a celebration, 
And as you focus so much on that experience, that's where the memories are going to be created. Mm-hmm. There's that serious like emotion that's tied into it. And when it's shared with other people, it's just that much more exciting. Yeah, a celebration of life. Yeah. So I'm so stoked that you're here to check this <laughs> off my list. Because when you have people with you, it mm-hmm. makes those things even better. Yeah. It yeah. really does. Yeah. So I'm super excited about this. And I think we have, what do we have, like 45 more minutes until our... Our wait time. We have 26 minutes. Oh, we should probably go up to the front then. Well, no, we have 26 minutes oh. until we have to go back. Okay, so 26 minute minutes until we go inside to wait for 30 more minutes by the front. Yes. Perfect. Okay, well, we'll just make sure where we stand there. Yeah, but... Thank goodness I set this alarm. Yeah, I'm really glad you did that because I'd just be like, what time is it? What time is it? Is it time to go like, in yet? That's the teacher in me. I'm just going <laughs> to... I got this. You gave me a quota. Got it. Perfect. Set the and timer. We compliment each other in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think you that's good. Keep me in check. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a couple of last minute, like, not last minute. These are always planned, but uh, happiness questions. Yeah. I don't have my laptop out, so I'm just going to see if I can, you know, pull some of these out from memory. Okay. But. Oh, can I say one thing quick? Yes. I would just say with the idea of the bucket list and dreaming big dreams, to just not be afraid to pivot and dream a new mm, dream. Because when you check one. something off your list, yes. it can leave a void that's pretty scary. Mm. You know, when I when we lived in Austin, yeah. I had my dream teacher job. Mm. It was very scary to leave that and dream a bigger dream. Uh, mm. But it's led to so many beautiful yeah. things. Um, so stepping out of your comfort zone, stepping into a new space putting things put things on your list that challenge you mm-hmm. or make you try something new you don't even know if you're gonna love it just wow try it yeah i i love that dream a new dream like don't be afraid to dream a new dream because mm-hmm. sometimes things won't work out and that is okay yeah and sometimes they will work out but then you're gonna have that what's next feeling inside and that's okay you know but don't feel like you need to rush into some other dream you know just like find a new dream it's gonna be okay life is the process yeah but and like we're in it yes not the destination love it just enjoy it yeah is there anything else you want to add into this or do you feel like you we've covered this topic i feel like i just wanted to make sure to say that yeah no that i'm so (laughs) glad that you did that because that was a really good way to just wrap that all up Mm -hmm. in i think that was perfect now i think i'm ready for these final questions sweet okay i'm gonna go trying to remember what these are no pressure yeah no pressure it's fine no pressure i had the picture of the 19 for 2019 you're like what's on the 19 for 2019 i'm like um, I'm so That's glad you asked that question. I just know these well by heart here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So here, you ready for this? Okay. Name one thing that makes you happy. Manatees. <laughs> yes. You're just like manatees. <laughs> Give me another one. Manatees. I, I literally manatees. Was like, I literally yeah. was like, whatever she says, manatees is a good answer. No. <laughs> I'm gonna see how many questions I can ask you where manatees no, is the answer. What yeah. was one thing that? What is your favorite animal? Manatees. What's your favorite food? Chocolate. <laughs> oh my god! I can't, I can't say manatees. Oh, it was things, things that manatees also eat. <laughs> what was that first one? <laughs> Something that makes you happy. Oh, being outside. Okay, I, w- I mean, I would have accepted manatees, but nature and laughing is also a good yeah. answer. That's good. I would say being outside and just laughing. Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm like, that's... These, that's these things, you never know. I'm like, do, do I say the first thing that pops into my head? Yeah. Because it could be weird. <laughs> no, I think that's great. That's what this is for. Okay. So, um, one thing that you're grateful for. Mark. No. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. Ge- that's good. Like, it's always that's a good one. A, that's a genuine. Like, it's I'm always a good one. I'm so grateful because he's my support system. He's mm-hmm. my person. So Yeah. I've been enjoying being around you guys the past day. It's been really sweet to see you guys and the way you interact. Yeah. Mark and this life. Life. Yeah. Mark and life. There you go. Mm-hmm. Good answers. 
Okay, and then a book that you would recommend about happiness. Okay. Besides Big Magic, so I'm already going to include that one. Okay, I was going to say, that was going to be my initial reaction. So, a book that I enjoy about happiness? Mm-hmm. Be specific there. Okay. I don't know if you could... Okay. Or I creative do, expression. I do think you know. that this book counts. Okay. The book is a book that takes its time, an unhurried adventure in creative mindfulness. Mm. So it's a flow book. They also do magazines. Yeah, I've seen that. I've never done the magazines. Is it like something where you kind of, it's creative and you interact with it as well? It's very interactive. Okay. It's like paper crafting stuff. Yeah. I, I could get into that. It's by Irene Smith and Astrid von, von der Hurst. Okay. Um, but what I like about it, so I thought of happiness because it does tie in the creative mindfulness, which so has like a that. lot of hands-on paper Way to things. just tie that in together. That was a good, that was a good one. Yes. Good job. But it also has articles in there. So there's cool. a lot in there that tie in happiness. Okay. Whether it's, there's so a one thing that I connected, I, I do a thing called Oprah Sundays. So this mm. is a whole other book would be, um, I don't know if it's called Oprah Sundays, but she does a thing, Oprah Sundays, mm. where she interviews people. Okay. Um, and I have her book. So on Sundays, I will try to read at least one quote from Oprah Sunday. Okay. And do something from the mindful creativeness. That's great. That's and such a fun Sunday, like, self-care. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just take a few moments. Mm. And the most recent one that I did from that was about getting into nature, but actually being present and trying to identify things in nature. Mm. Um, so I've started trying to do that. Mark's a horticulturalist. Try not to lean on him too much. Yeah. But I do want to get better at, like, not just staring at my feet and making sure I don't trip. Like... What's that tree? Yeah. I feel <laughs> or, like we are guilty. I'm guilty of doing that a lot because, you know, you don't want to fall. Yeah. But you also want to look around you. Those of us that are less coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> or like, what's what's this flower? And, yeah. and things like that. Um, well, so, when you notice it more, then you'll see it around you more. It's mm-hmm. like when I tell you to look at all the pink things in this car and you're like, wow, everything is pink. Yeah. But what was blue? Like, well, oh. everything was also blue, but what was yellow? You're like, uh, I didn't see any yellow. There was this thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> when you focus on it, you'll see it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, how about a podcast that you're listening to? Okay. I really like... Mm-hmm. I have two main podcasts. So, the first one that I'm super excited about is because it's new. Um, Emily Jeffords just started a podcast called Do It For The Process. Mm-hmm. And she is one of my big art inspirations. Okay. So, um, she's one of like the art voices in the back of my head that's like, deconnect, just do it for the process. Mm-hmm. Like, create in whatever creation looks like for mm-hmm. you. Um, but another one that I look to listen to a lot is the Happier Podcast by Gretchen Rubin. Okay, cool. Um, those are like my two that are normally at the top. Yeah. I, I could go though, because I'm also like, woman on the road, she explores. I know mm-hmm. you only wanted one, but... No, that's great because I feel like every person... <laughs> When I ask them about a particular subject, they have podcasts and different things. Sometimes you get, I feel like every once in a while, someone will just throw like a murder podcast at me. I feel like that happens actually a lot. Cause, you Don't know, you interview just them in your car. <laughs> <laughs> but like with this, it just ties in so well mm-hmm. to, to the subject that we're talking about today. Yeah, I couldn't, so. there was another one, I don't remember the title of it, but it was, I love books. Uh-huh. So it was this gentleman that interviews people about a book that impacted their life. Mm, and they're that's very, a very special. Yeah, I'm wondering. That's a very specific thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. New podcast structure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check into that. Cool. Well, usually my final question is something on your bucket list, <laughs> but we kind of spent the whole time talking about your bucket list, but yeah. is there something on like a, another big goal that you didn't mention that's not on your 2019 list? Is there like something else that would just be really cool? 
Um, so a, like the one thing that I put on my bucket list that is going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. So I really yeah, do think that? you should put something on that challenges you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know, but I'm going to try. Was to complete Rosetta Stone. Oh. The Spanish Rosetta Stone. Okay. I mean, I lived in Texas for three years. I taught ESL students. Mm-hmm. I should be fluent in Spanish. Yeah. Um, I grew up in the Northeast. People, at least when I was younger, weren't speaking Spanish mm-hmm. as much there. But it's something that I, I want to be able to do. I think um, that, that's something that, like, if you really put a lot of time into it, you could make it happen. But that I like that that's a, that is a big goal. Yeah. it's That's great. It's going to be a push. And I know yeah. it. Like, and I'm trying. I have a... <laughs> I have a, a planner that I use as like a gratitude journal mm-hmm. slash reflection slash habit tracker. Oh, great! And at the bot at the end of each day, I these are the habits that I'm tracking, and I've put in there like, did you do a lesson over Rosetta mm-hmm. Stone today? So I put that out there, and like, there's the part of me that's like, I haven't really been doing that good mm-hmm. at it, but that's okay because it goes back to the it's only so many hours. Yeah, <laughs> day. and you're still working on it. It's so important to you. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I mean. Someday you would like to do that, and you're moving towards it. And I always want to be building my brain. That's yeah. the sciency part of me. Like That's I want great. to nourish my creative spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to stay emotionally and physically healthy. But I also think it's so yeah. important to s- just keep learning. Yeah, do keep something. Learning. Keep your mind active. There's Learn in Spanish. Well, that's so great, Shanae. Thank you so much for joining me in my car. This has been so fun. Now that we're, like, ravished. Yeah, I feel like this should be, like, car conversations with Kelsey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cars, no, cars and coffee. Conversations with Kelsey. (laughs) Like, C-C-C-K. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't think about it, it makes sense. There you go. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Cool. And where is a good place for people to connect with you? Yeah, so... Our travel account, mm-hmm. Mark and I post for our travels on mm-hmm. trail mix and chocolate. See where the chocolate's coming in here. Yes. I love chocolate. <laughs> what do I like to eat? Chocolate. What do you like to eat? Chocolate. <laughs> Literally, like, what's your favorite food? And I'm always like, chocolate. Like, you, it was like, expecting like Chinese food. I'm like, chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> but, okay. Trail mix and chocolate. You're um, the chocolate part. <laughs> yeah. So the thing, seek, seek a sweet life of adventure mm-hmm. is the there trail mix and chocolate. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> That's clever. And then you can follow my art mm-hmm. journey on Shanae McDevitt Art. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I hear you have an Etsy shop now. Yes, I do. Hopefully so there's going to be art in it. Or it, <laughs> it's just so hot. People just keep buying it. Yeah. So my goal is, and I think it's one of those things you don't realize the back work to it. Mm-hmm. It does take a lot of work to put each posting up. It does. Um, while still working a full-time job and yeah. creating art. Yeah. Getting up at 6 a.m., create art, work, mm-hmm. make time to create, post, whatever. But... um. I my goal is to be posting weekly, one listing each week. Mm-hmm. Um, so follow the journey on my Instagram account. I have the link to my Etsy on the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. If you love the shop, it will notify you when I post a new listing. Yeah, because um, I love it, and then I get it, and then I go on, I heart it, yes. and then usually I'll check it back, and it's gone. Yes, that's been what's been happening. But that's the biggest compliment. It's the biggest <laughs> yeah. compliment, right? That's good. Um, and then once we, that. you know, get some, like, prints up in that shop, then people can print it out and they can have a little piece of inspiration with them wherever they go. That's what I want. I want to be able to put my inspiration mm-hmm. the things that fill me with wonder and awe into some form of creation and then be able to share with yeah. people. So the next thing is figuring out creating prints of the original pieces mm-hmm. um, because the originals are your... Selling yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. But. I mean, also, you want to be able to have, you know, 
a piece of that yourself, especially if it's going to someone else who in there a home. There are some that are hard and mm-hmm. you go, oh, it's I... a piece of you. Mm-hmm. But if you have the prints and you can also keep them yourself and just be like an art hoarder of your inspiration. And, you know, <laughs> we want to share it though. So yeah. But then that's what those. the prints are for. So then at least some, whoever has the original, other people can also still enjoy it. Yeah. You know, use your art to spread as much happiness as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here in my car with me today. Thanks for coming down here and helping me get this <laughs> off my bucket list. Yes. <laughs> I hope this food is going to be good. It's going to be delicious. We're going to take photos of it. Of I know we're going to be hungry, but we need to take photos so that we can document that we were actually here. We got this. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's already I think great. we still have like 30 minutes before it, you know. Yeah, we have 13 minutes, so we could go get a line. Okay. So. Right, we filled well, it up. I love yeah. talking to you. Cool. Well, this was so much fun, and I'm going to press stop on the, the episode now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>I checked my phone. A message had come through four minutes earlier that I had not seen. Our table was ready. We only had three minutes to jump out of the car, run across the parking lot, and claim our table. I shoved Shanae out of the car with her shoes and backpack. Sorry, Shanae. Flustered, I followed behind, awkwardly running, with my backpack swinging from side to side. And as I opened the doors of the restaurant, I saw Shanae sitting on the other side, beaming with joy. I pumped my fists in the air in victory as I made my way to our table while everyone else casually enjoyed their brunch with no notice of the incredible feat we had just accomplished. Then we enjoyed our brunch and had a wonderful time. (laughs) Head over to the show notes for the photos from this very special experience. I hope you enjoyed this episode and the story behind it. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Positively Delighted show. Be sure to head over to PositivelyDelighted.com to get the show notes for this episode. If you like the show so far and you've been learning a lot from the content, I would love if you could go to iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app and leave a review. You would be my favorite person ever. Thank you so much again, and I hope you have a Positively Delighted day. See you next time.